Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, June 18th, and this is for June 18th through June 24th. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And whether you're a father or not a father at all, we hope you're enjoying this new moon in Gemini. The new moon was exact last night, Saturday, at about 9.30 p.m. Pacific time. And a new moon in Gemini always encourages making new connections, marketing and promoting yourself, expanding your circle, networking, improving communications, and taking a new approach to things. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, Gemini loves fun. Gemini just loves having fun in general. Hmm. The moon has since left Gemini. It moved into Cancer around 4 a.m. Pacific time today, Sunday. But we'll be feeling this new moon energy into Tuesday of this coming week. Now, the Cancer moon today might have us staying close to home, wanting to catch our breath a bit as the go, go, go pace of Gemini season starts to wind down. We only have three full days of Gemini season left. That's wild. Uh, As always, Gemini season tends to fly by. Um, So three full days of Gemini season left, and then the sun will enter Cancer this coming Wednesday, June 21st, and we will shift from being in our heads to being in our feels. And the start of cancer season also brings the summer solstice with it, of course. And the 21st will be the longest day of the year. And after that, the days will already start to become a little bit shorter from now until January of next year. And today, Sunday, the Cancer Moon will be making nice aspects with Jupiter and Saturn, encouraging optimism and productivity. And also today, the Sun is forming a square with Neptune, and that square will be exact around 9 p.m. Pacific time tonight. A Sun-Neptune square can have us feeling especially spiritual. It can have us feeling sensitive and emotional empathic. It can also have us wanting to escape a bit, whether that means curling up in bed with a book, watching a movie, or taking a bath, or on the more extreme side, wanting to escape through drugs or alcohol. Uh, Sun-Neptune Square can also be a confusing influence. You know, it can be difficult to get good information, Mm. and sometimes there can be outright deception. (laughs) Yeah, on Father's Day, no less. (laughs) Like, you can imagine someone calling their dad, Hey, Dad, how's your Father's Day going? Well, son, outside of the outright deception from this Sun-Neptune square, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, anyway, it can also, a Neptune-Sun square can have us feeling creative, or it can have us feeling incredibly tender. Either way, it's a sensitive influence that has a need for gentleness. So be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and be gentle to yourself and others. And then I'd like to backtrack really quick back to yesterday because Saturday was a big day astrologically. We had a new moon in Gemini and also Saturn went retrograde yesterday, Saturday, Mm. June 17th. And Saturn retrogrades every year for about four and a half months. And during its retrograde period, things that can come into focus are laws, karma, contracts, unresolved legal battles, Mm. issues with authority, loss, 
letting go, letting go either by choice or letting go the kind that you don't have a say in, it can be a depressing influence too. Saturn is a practical planet. It is as practical as you can get. It does not have a sense of humor. It does not work with its heart. It takes a very bottom line approach to things. So if something is working well and it's efficient, then Saturn will probably leave it alone. But if something needs to be drastically changed or even eliminated, Saturn tends to step in and facilitate those changes. And Saturn also has us take a look at the areas of our life where we either need to take things a little more seriously or areas where we need to be more disciplined, you know, areas where we need to maybe put in some more effort. Saturn is currently in Pisces, so if you know which house Pisces rules in your chart, you can look at that house because that's where you might be feeling this Saturn retrograde mm. the strongest. Or if you have any personal planets that are in Pisces and are between the degrees of 0 degrees Pisces and 7 degrees Pisces, those planets will be getting a visit from Saturn between now and February of 2024. Mm. And that goes for immutable planets, too. If you have any personal planets, say, you know, the Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, or if your rising sign is between 0 and 7 degrees of the mutable, of the mutable signs, so Pisces, Gemini, Sagittarius, and Virgo, you'll probably feel the Saturn retrograde stronger than others. And Saturn will be retrograde between now and November 4th. So let's transition now before we get to next week. Let's go to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, you and I have been watching a show called Black Mirror, and mm -hmm. it's been on Netflix. I, I don't know if, it's, if this is its fourth season now, but it's been around for a while. And they're back, and they have several new episodes. What do you think so far of this season of Black Mirror? How does it stack up against uh, previous seasons? I'm glad that it's back because it has been a few years since it was on TV, at least two years, maybe three. Actually, no, I think at least three years. So to have it come back at all is quite a treat. Um, to answer your question, though, uh, I don't think it is as strong as previous seasons. But like I said, I'm just glad to have it back. Okay, yeah, I didn't realize it had been that much of a gap, but I guess it has been a while since previous season yeah. yes it was last on tv in i think 2019 maybe even longer and there was a while when i don't think we were even sure if it was coming back so that's what i try to focus on even though maybe to me this season is a little uneven and perhaps not to meeting my expectations of the show black mirror which set such a high bar for itself I am still very glad to have it back at all because I think it is one of the most interesting shows out there and I appreciate what it does. In case you're not familiar, Black Mirror, I think of it almost as a modern day Twilight Zone. The show is about, to me, society and how society loves spectacle and this is frequently shown through episodes focused on technology and how technology can be the downfall of society. Not every episode is necessarily about that, but that is sort of my, that's always been my view on what Black Mirror is. So it can veer into sci-fi, it can veer into horror. It is always, to me, though, darkly funny and very inventive. 
Nice. And one other show I believe you're watching is called Cruel Summer. <laughs> oh, yes. And I think it's in its second season now. Yes. And if I understand right, you said that this season it's all different characters, it's all different scenario, all that fun stuff. Uh, I believe you enjoyed the first season of Cruel Summer, thought it was pretty well made. Yes. How do you feel about the second season so far? Cruel Summer decided to take an anthology approach, meaning that, as you said, season two is an entirely different storyline with new characters, new actors, new setting, all of that. The general premise is that, like season one, it starts with a mystery of sorts that's set in the 90s, in this case, in the 90s and the first year of 2000. And it com- the show is um, not necessarily in chronological order. They jump between three different time periods and show you bits of info for an overarching mystery that you then piece together. I'm really enjoying this season. I laugh because this show is a bit of a guilty pleasure for me, just because it feels like, well, it. so it's produced by Freeform, which is a network that's really focused, I think, for teenagers. And so that's where the guilt for me comes from. But I still think it is a very fun show. It can be smart. It can be dark. And I appreciate the inventive storytelling. So I am enjoying this season. It is different. I do miss the actors from season one. They were very strong and their characters. But I'm enjoying what season two is offering. It's a new mystery and a new setting. And I've been having a fun time with it. It can be a little ridiculous, but... It's a fun show. It's You always wonder what's going to happen next. Nice. And even if it is a guilty pleasure, you know, as a Scorpio, you're still allowed <laughs> to have guilty pleasures here and there. That's as, totally fine, you know. Especially where mysteries are involved. You bet. Yeah, Scorpio loves a good mystery. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, Almy. Well, thank you. That concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Thank you for sharing, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate your Scorpio take <laughs> on life. Thanks. All right, so let's look ahead to what we're up against or what we're working with. Let's put that a more positive spin on that this week. What are we working with (laughs) this week? Yeah, and kind of the overarching thing this week is just the transition from Gemini season into Cancer season. And I find at least that it can be a real, you know, we are moving so quickly during Gemini season, whether we're aware of it or not. Our minds are on overdrive. Our bodies are probably moving faster than they normally do. We're probably rushing around, hustling a little bit more than we normally do because that's the energy of Gemini. It's ruled by Mercury. It's very fast-moving, quick-paced energy. And that's all going to come to a grinding halt starting on Wednesday the 21st when the sun moves into Cancer. That's going to be a real pivotal day, the 21st. Not only is it the solstice, but it's also that you know we're stopping. We're not totally as externally driven as we normally are with Gemini. And now we're going to be turning inwards and more communing with ourselves and, mm-hmm. and asking ourselves, okay, we just went through a lot of stuff during Gemini. We got a lot of stuff done. Maybe we're productive. Maybe we were meeting people we hadn't met before and, and interacting with people. But now we got to step back and say, okay, how do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. Let it digest and then decide who do I want to maybe work with or what path do I want to take 
going forward. So we've been out in the world. Now we're going to kind of retreat into the into ourselves a little bit more and more into our uh, our circles that we know well, mm. as opposed to people who we kind of know a little bit more on the periphery. This is more about, you know, family and, and the long term friends, that kind of a deal is usually what cancer represents. But let's start with Monday, Monday, June 19th. Jupiter and Saturn are going to be having a love fest in the sky. Jupiter is forming a sextile with Saturn, and that is exact around 9 a.m. Pacific time on Monday, June 19th. And when Jupiter and Saturn get together, that's that can be a real positive, very positive influence. It can be, we're looking at themes around growth, optimism. There can be luck uh, associated with money and finance. So... You know, Saturn represents that hard work and discipline. Jupiter represents more good times, easy flowing energy. So when those two get together, there can be some fun, even if it's around like doing a a, a nine to five job that usually like you don't associate with, you know, this is a very pleasurable experience. All of a sudden with Jupiter bringing its influence to that, uh, you can find that you are whistling while you work, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. But those are two planets that have a very different take on life. Jupiter says, I think life should be easy. Saturn Saturn definitely says, I think life should be hard. So those two are going to be playing nice in the sky, and we'll see what comes out there. But um, it's it's very, very positive influence. Um, the moon will be in Cancer all day on Monday as well. As we get into Tuesday, the moon will enter Leo. And another theme to look at this week is that Mars and Venus, which are both currently in Leo, are going to be either conjuncting or being pretty close to forming conjunctions with Black Moon Lilith, which is also in Leo. So what that means is that Black Moon Lilith is that darker side. Well, darker is always kind of a loaded term, but Black Moon Lilith is the more of the primal urge. It's like that extra layer, that deeper depth of the moon, our, our moon we associate with our emotions. Um, and then Black Moon Lilith is that darker side that we don't usually like to talk about. It could mm. be the shadow side of our emotions, so to speak, but it's also what drives us, whether it's conscious or unconscious. And Black Moon Lilith is going to be right there with uh, Mars and Venus, which are also in Leo. So long story short, certain things might come to the surface this week, certain things that maybe you weren't expecting. And there's potential for theatrics and drama because it's in the sign of Leo. And Leo is all about, you know, pounding your chest and saying, hey, I matter. I'm an individual. I count. And I'm going to stand up for myself. So when it's Mars and Lilith, though, coming together, it's, yeah, that's those feelings are usually voiced pretty strongly. So see if you notice, and and you will notice if any of these things do bubble up because it probably won't be subtle. But there's some potential for that this week with Mars, Venus, and Lilith all in Leo um, coming together. And then, as I mentioned, Wednesday, June 21st, the sun will enter Cancer, and we will be in Cancer season until July 22nd. And again, Cancer puts more of an emphasis on emotions, on family, on, you know, the, the closer ties that we have in life, that kind of a thing. And also on Wednesday, Mercury will be forming nice sextiles with both Mars and Chiron. So the the Chiron connection is usually that hit, tends to deal with wounds or areas of our life where we don't feel particularly strong. Uh, with Mercury forming a nice conjunction, or sorry, a nice sextile to it, though, 
we might be able to verbalize those wounds. There could be potential for healing. Mm. And then also Mercury forming a sextile with Mars could give us a little extra energy, a little more of a boost, a little more of confidence to explore, you know, the, the, the depths of our soul, the mm. depths of our psyche, wow. so to speak. So Wednesday especially is one of those days where the sun is changing from Gemini to Cancer, so things are going to slow down one way or the other. There will be, you know, we're going from 90 miles an hour to, you know, 35 miles an hour and obeying the speed limit again, presumably. And also we have a lot of Leo energy that day with the moon and then also black moon Lilith, Mars, Venus. So Wednesday's a day where there could be some roar, roaring, roaring like a lion. Roar. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going for there. But anyway, Wednesday, fireworks day, potentially. Uh, Thursday, the moon will continue to be in Leo. There's a long void of course moon that day. The moon will be void of course from about 10 a.m. Pacific on Thursday, June 22nd, and it'll be void until about 9 p.m. Pacific time. So that's a very long void of course moon. So Thursday might not be the best day for getting things done. I feel like a lot of stuff's going to be kind of sandwiched in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like the first part of the week will probably be a little more front loaded. And then um, by Thursday, that might be kind of maybe a day to um, rest and recover a little bit. Uh, Mars will be forming a trine with Chiron. So again, Chiron is very active this week, um, forming a sextile with Mercury on Wednesday and then forming a trine with Mars on Thursday. So there could, that could kind of play in a little bit. Chiron, again, is that part of us that's wounded, that like we have these wounds that we never quite heal from, the areas of our life where we feel vulnerable. So Chiron's definitely doing some stuff this week. And also with that Lilith, Mars, Venus conjunction, don't be surprised if you have some deeper conversations with people this week for sure. In general, though, you know, the Leo moon is going to be a little more happy with where the planets are. Uh, I feel like the last couple months, anytime the moon entered Leo, that was just like all bets were off. It was just like a grumpy moon every time. Mm -hmm. But in this case, at least, the Leo moon seems to be forming slightly more pleasant aspects with the various planets. So we'll see how things go. And then Friday, June 23rd, the moon will enter Virgo. And, you know, Virgo moon loves to be productive, loves to organize things, put things in its place, loves to check things off its to-do list. So Friday, June 23rd, that could be a day where you can get a lot accomplished, especially after that long void of course moon on Thursday. So watch for that. Um, that's kind of what we're working with this upcoming week. Uh, main thing is just the shift from Gemini to Cancer, also the summer solstice, and then also we'll see what Black Moon Lilith does. Maybe we won't even notice Black Moon Lilith, but again, when Lilith is active, usually that's the stuff that we've been keeping down inside that all of a sudden really strongly wants to be verbalized. So watch out either for those feelings that you might have in yourself or it could be coming from other people and your life too. And um, we'll see where we end up. But um, Don't forget to have fun though. Don't forget to have fun. Yes, it's all about having fun. Uh, put a positive influence on this. Whatever changes do come up this week obviously are things that we're meant to deal with uh, that will ultimately put us in a better place. But um, again, Saturn is retrograde now, so there might be some work to do. Saturn is always associated with work, rolling up your sleeves, nothing necessarily coming to you easily. Um, but again, Saturn, when it is retrograde, that can also be a time where if you have put in some work over like long-term work, you might start seeing some results over the, those long-term things. Because it's just Saturn is never about immediate success or instant success. Mm. 
But if you've been doing the work, um, Saturn retrograde can also be a time where you start to see those things um, come together, growth, uh, fruition, whatever you want to call it. So, um, but anyway, yeah, like Elmy said, remember to have fun this week. That's the most important thing. And uh, take it from there. So thanks as always for listening. We love you. And I think Elmy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. It is time for us to do our mini meditation. We're going to take three deep breaths in through the nose and then out through the mouth like we are breathing through a straw, to quote our friend Emily. First, let's get in a comfortable position. You can sit down or you can lie down. Just make sure you are comfortable and let your shoulders drop. And then release any tension that you are carrying in your body, in your face. Unclench your jaw. Release the tension in your forehead. And if you'd like to, you can close your eyes now. And let's take that first slow, deep breath in. And out. Deep breath in. out. Last slow deep breath in and out. And once again, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for your support. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Something About Astrology. We hope you have a great rest of your day and a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.